Welcome to the CyberLife Podcast, where we help you learn cybersecurity best practices, give you a weekly update on the latest cybersecurity news, and share valuable career advice. Hi everyone, it's Ken. In today's episode, you're going to hear from Sosozi Malik. And Sosozi is actually joining us from across the world in Uganda. And he's got a background in IT support. Sosozi also works as a cybersecurity instructor and he's currently finishing his degree in information technology. So in today's episode, Sosozi is actually going to share a little bit about his journey into cybersecurity and some of the resources that he's leveraged throughout his journey. So without further ado, let's jump right so thanks again for coming on the show today, Sozi. Uh, today for the audience, we're going to be talking about Sozi's cybersecurity career journey because I think a lot of people out there listening are trying to get that first job, no matter where they are in the world, they're trying to get that very first cybersecurity job. So Sozi's kind of come up through the IT side of things, which is where like I started and many others started way back in the day. Do you mind just sharing your, your journey, Sozi, from working in different IT support roles to ultimately deciding, hey, I want to do a career in some kind of cybersecurity capacity. Like what what was the motivation when you were working in IT? What was kind of that motivation that said, hey, I want to, I want to make a transition and go to this new path of cybersecurity? Oh, thank you so much, uh, Ken. Well, I'm Sozi Malik from Kampala, Uganda. Well, uh, from my childhood, what I can share is that um, I've been so passionate about IT and I've been uh, tinkering with computers. So I started this uh, career at the age of five. That's when I got introduced to a computer. It was a Pentium 4 running Windows XP. So I, did, I used it to play games, Road Rush, Virtual Pro, Desert Storm. And that's how I started uh, thinking about more of the usage of a machine. And that paved the way for my career. So what motivated me particularly to join uh, Cybersecurity was my passion for security. I had always been fascinated by the world of information security. So the idea of safeguarding individuals' information and organizations' data is what appealed to me on a deeper level. So that pushed me to join uh, an Indian institute where I got mentored and guided on different cybersecurity concepts, and that opened the door for me. And then the other thing is the evolving threat landscape. So I recognized an increasing importance for cybersecurity. And uh, that was because of the cyber attacks that became more sophisticated and prevalent. So I felt it as a responsibility to contribute to the cybersecurity industry by uh, coming up and joining the force such that we are able to combat these coming cyber threats. Then also the career growth that is in the security field. I wanted to advance my career, to pursue my dream, to pursue my passion and Cybersecurity is my thing. So I saw it as an opportunity since it is a dynamic and it's a rapidly expanding field. There are so many opportunities. So um, that's what uh, motivated me to join this industry. So how do you think your experience and, you know, both as, as a child growing up with computers, but how do you think your experiences working in different IT, uh, IT support roles how did that like give a good foundation when you when you decided to make the the shift from IT into more of a security focus? Like what what were some of the experiences that kind of helped you, or or that you think would be beneficial for maybe somebody out there that's just starting out? Um, what were some of the experiences that that you found helpful when you kind of made that switch into again a, a more of a security focus in your job? Well, uh, working in IT support roles was a bit. Uh okay for me and 
it really paved growth for my career. But I wanted a more challenging field because in IT support, I got to work on, uh, okay, it's, it was like a straight path for me. I wanted a more challenging thing. And uh, I would say that uh, tech, um, IT support roles were really good because they helped me harness the technical knowledge um, that involved the troubleshooting and resolving issues like the hardware, software, and the networks. So that hands-on provided a strong foundation for me to understand IT systems. And that was a piv for my career in cybersecurity because in cybersecurity, you have to understand the way things work because these are the foundations. Like if you look at computer networks, they're the foundations of, of cybersecurity. So that that was really awesome. And um, also operating system, systems because I go to troubleshoot uh, the various operating systems like the Windows, Linux, Mac OS. So I got to familiarize myself with all these environments, like how to configure them, how to harden the security and identifying of vulnerabilities because this is what is needed in, in the cybersecurity field. So it was also a, a great, great skill. Then also computer networks, which I mentioned at first, which are a bit uh, one of the fundamentals that you have to understand how networks are configured, how they're being troubleshoot, how to work with the different devices like the routers, the firewalls, the switches. So all these are brought back in, in the cybersecurity domain. And if you've been dealing with them in the IT support part, I, I believe it will be a, a bit easier for one uh, to pave way for cybersecurity. Also the user-centric approach because in IT support, we get to work with the end users, we get to understand their needs. So this experience translates well into the roles that require effective communication and user-focused security awareness training, which are carried out in, in cybersecurity. Then uh, also the documentation process, because when you're working in IT, you have to uh, draft different uh, documents such as the user guides and, and the knowledge-based articles to help out users troubleshoot uh, a few challenges because you can't work on each and everyone. Sometimes you often maybe there are issues that need to be fixed. So when those documents are there, people can find their way through. So in cybersecurity, you also have to document your journey. So if you come with a documentation a skill from IT support, coming to cybersecurity, it's a bit easier because you're really used to that documentation and it is, it is a bit okay for you to uh, keep track of what you do each and every day. So um, I believe um, people who transition from IT support to cybersecurity, they can still... Uh, Pave away based on those foundations. However, it doesn't matter even if someone doesn't have uh, IT support experience, they can still make it in the cybersecurity field. It's not uh, like a rule that you have to come from IT support, you know. So it is still open. However, if you have IT support, it's just an icing on the cybersecurity cake. What are some of the challenges, Sosi, that you've experienced, uh, you know, even from childhood, but but as you kind of went on the path of IT and cybersecurity, what were some of the challenges that you faced and how did you actually overcome those? Well, for, uh, for me to transition into cybersecurity, I found a, fine, I had the passion, but of course there are challenges that, that you encounter in your journey. The first one was a skill gap. So transitioning to cybersecurity often requires a different set of skill compared to IT support because we do a diff totally different things because in IT support you get to do the foundations and all that. But once you get into cybersecurity, you, you now go deeper. For example, if you've been dealing in networks, now you have to focus on network security, you have to focus on cryptography and ethical hacking. So 
this skill gap, if you do not have the determination and grit and the dedication, you 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 can fail to bridge it. But of course, thanks to the online online education and LinkedIn and other social networks that are really bridging this gap. So you just need dedication and time and grit so you can be able to bridge that. But of course, it was a challenge when one is starting up. For example, I myself. Then there's also uh, the changing mind mindset, like having to think through it that you're going to transition from IT support where you've been comfortable, and of course you've been chilling. Now transitioning to a more dynamic and challenging field, it always requires a shift from the reactive problem solving, which has been happening to IT support now to the proactive threat prevention because cybersecurity is about being proactive and combating the cyber threat. So this kind of mindset can be developed over time, but of course it's not easy, but you have to push through, you have to listen uh, to podcasts like uh, Cyber Life, you have to uh, listen to uh, other podcasts from, from the different people like uh, Human Hacking and all that. You have to read uh, cybersecurity blogs, you have to keep up with the trending cybersecurity things, like for example, you can watch movies that are related to cybersecurity, like Mr. Robot, CSI Cyber, Second Valley. You have to play games that are related to cybersecurity. That was I used to play Haiku, the world of Haiku. So I kept uh, uh, my environment around cybersecurity such that I get to harness these concepts. I get to interact to, with these ideas and all that. Then uh, the other one was the lack of experience because employers usually prefer candidates with prior knowledge to cybersecurity. So this makes it a challenge for some people to learn their first jobs. So considering entry-level positions in cybersecurity, such as security analysts or internals, you can be able to gain the practical experience that one may need. For example, if you've been working in an organization that uh, maybe has the cybersecurity division, you can, you can decide to volunteer. Maybe uh, through there, you can gain the experience. Then also the fa uh, familiarity with the cybersecurity tools. In IT support, we get to work with uh, various tools that uh, some of them are not needed in, in, in cybersecurity. So when you now transition into usage of other tools and softwares and all that entire experience might seem challenging, but trust me with time, you can be able to grasp it. You can decide to practice in labs using VMware, VirtualBox, and all that, with time you can be able to build up. But uh, the most challenging thing to me <laughs> to overcome was the imposter syndrome. Sometimes you might feel like, when transitioning to a new field, you might feel like you lack formal education and all that, you don't believe in what you're doing. But remember, there are so many successful professionals that have come from diverse backgrounds. So you just have to embrace your unique perspective and be open to learning. You you can build the confidence and experience to overcome this imposter syndrome. So one, one other challenge many people face is, is they, especially on social media, they say, I want yep. to be a cybersecurity analyst. They want to be a SOC analyst, pen tester. Like they can't pick a career. So I want to tap into your advice a little bit here. How did you decide which cybersecurity career you were going for? Well, I can say I too didn't come easy, but uh Back to my childhood, when I was working with this a computer, I, I thought about how is the information leaked or how do I test that this machine is secure or how do I trust the information I'm sharing? So I, I got interested in the penetration testing or the ethical uh, hacking career and I enjoyed 
exploiting these vulnerabilities. For example, um, when I got introduced to networks, I used to uh, do a scan through and identify which which uh, network is which router we are using, and I had to search about the version of the software that we are using in the router and the logins and all that. So later on, I I saw that it was a more challenging thing exploiting these vulnerabilities, finding out these mis misconfigurations. But of course, I did it in an ethical manner uh, without uh, triggering anything or doing any bad thing. So this thing kept on and triggering my mind and it kept me pushing and that's how i found myself uh, falling in love with penetration testing and and ethical hacking so i would say that the strong skills that i gained from it support uh, some knowledge of programming and also understanding of the vulnerabilities and attack vectors were a bit crucial in helping me find uh, the penetration testing field so there's a big push in the cybersecurity world for getting certifications. I mean, so a lot of that's employer driven. They say you need all these certifications. Sometimes it's uh, mm. on, the on the employer side. Sometimes it's driven by contracts, et cetera. Many people, yes. especially when they're starting out, don't have the money to get all of these certifications that are listed in job postings. So I want to just ask you, how, how do you finance or how did you finance any certifications that you have? Okay, well, it's uh, a challenge because uh, most people don't know how of the finances, not only because some people do come from developing countries like I, but uh, of course, finding your way through the certifications can be a bit challenging because they're expensive and all that. But uh, I would say that uh, because I've experienced it personally, I started out with a certified in cybersecurity that was IC squared. So I just had to uh, grab that. Uh, certifi certification of uh, 1 million cybersecurity professionals. But that, that didn't come easy. I got it because I, I networked. I had the interest that I want to pursue certifications, but I had to make an initiative of networking. That's how I got that opportunity. Then my second one was um, HCIA by Huawei Security. So I got that because I participated in the bootcamp. So I made the initiative of joining the cybersecurity bootcamp and I got the voucher I sat for the exam. And uh, Computer security, which I did this year, I got it because I managed to participate in one of Ian Nail's class and I had to discuss for a group of people. We had to interact, we had to brainstorm, we had to uh, spend uh, some, some, some one hour or 40 minutes over the weekend discussing. So first of all, I would say that you first need to show interest you have to show persistence that i really need this certification even if you don't have the money first show interest first find out where the resources where the people that i need to connect to go on linkedin search those people try to talk to them because i believe it industry is the only industry that has most people that are willing to help so connect with them, interact with them, find out more about the certification you want to pursue, follow them. So through this, you're trying to gain information, you're trying to gain uh, all, all the information that you need to help you succeed. Then you can start on the journey of pursuing certification. The voucher will find you. You don't have to worry about the voucher because uh, there are so many people that are willing to give up vouchers. I meet such posts each and every day. So you just need to have the dedication, well wishers are really there for you to give you the voices. So you don't have to worry about uh, finances. So how do you stay updated with like the latest cyber news and the latest cyber threats? Like what are some of the, the places you go for information? Well, personally, I love uh, 
listening to cyber uh, podcasts like Cyber Life. I've been following you uh, from the different guests you've been bringing. So I, I listen to it. Then I listen to Simply Cyber by uh, Jared Oga. I do uh, listen to Security Now by uh, Steve Gibson. Then Darknet Diaries, I do follow uh, Jack. I also go for networking events uh, in my country, the local meetups. I join and be able to find out what is trending. For example, uh, the bank industry in our countries have been hit by the ransomwares, by all those other threat actors. So I follow through the meetups, through the online forums, also through LinkedIn, I do interact. I do read the cybersecurity blogs. I'm, I'm on Reddit, I'm on Medium. So I get to interact with various, various platforms. I also use Cybrary Labs. I use Alison. I participate in Capture the Flag competitions, like the one of Cyber Talents. Then I also keep tabs up with the different certification bodies, like the webinars that EC Council organizes, ISC2, which was the former ISC squared. I also keep track with the ISACA Compia. So I'm always in the pool of information. And in case something new comes up, I'm already uh, aware. Thank you. So any final thoughts or advice for people out there that are considering a career in cybersecurity? Any, any advice you would leave them with? Well, <laughs> cybersecurity is uh, an interesting field, and I welcome them, let them come, let them join the field. However, they should be ready to uh, accept the transition because it's not easy. It's not that easy, but they can make it with determination and persistence. And uh, I would tell them that uh, they have to be patient because transitioning to a new career, sometimes it takes, it takes time. You have to be patient, you have to be persistent, and you have to set realistic goals and steadily work towards them then they should also have the security mindset. Um, this can be developed. It can be worked on. So you can decide, you can decide to start thinking in, in, in the kind of uh, security situations that are happening every day. So you just have to listen to podcasts, keep everything around you cybersecurity related, then also have the attitude to, for continuous learning. In cybersecurity, you have to be a lifelong learner accept the challenge that cybersecurity is an evolving field, then dedicate time to continuous learning and personal development, pursue certifications, trainings to stay updated. Then you also have to build a portfolio for your journey. You have to document your journey, you have to practice, you have to document whatever thing you're going through. Then after that, you can seek entry-level positions. Be open to entry-level positions such as security analysts, or you can go for internships. When you check my profile, I've done so many uh, remote internships. These are not, uh, they're not limited. You can, they are open. So you just join, gain hands-on experience, learn how to use tools, learn how to program, learn everything. These, these internships are open to everyone. So you just have to know where to look and get them. Then also the soft skills. Uh, people mostly look for technical skills, but soft skills are also key in, in cybersecurity. You have to work on your communication, work on your problem solving, work on the teamwork, because you're not going to do a pen test alone. You're going to work with a team uh, for successful results. But you have to remember that starting out is a challenge, but once you're already on, cybersecurity is a very rewarding field with so many significant opportunities. Thanks for listening to the show. If you're looking to secure your business better or build up your cybersecurity career, then check us out over at cyberlife.tv. That's C-Y-B-E-R-L-I-F-E dot 
TV.